Hallmarkies. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast, the When Calls the Hallmarkies Heart to Heart edition. We are so, so happy to have you here to discuss season seven, episode eight, Into the Woods, Into the Woods, Into the Woods, and Out of the Woods, and Home Before Dark. <laughs> sorry, sorry, theater major. Most of my life was in musical theater, so thank you for indulging me. Anyway, I am Cammy, the Hooked Hardy, and I have the Happy Hardy Casey here with me. Hello, friends, and I am also donning my white little hat here, thanks to Elizabeth and her cute little beret from this episode of Into the Woods, and I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> sing along, because we've already had that beautiful rendition by our lovely Hooked Hardy cameo over there, so. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <You're> welcome. <laughs> I don't have a hat. I just got my heart necklace, you know, so. <laughs> We're representing somehow. Yes. In some we form or missing, fashion. Yes, in some form or fashion. Literally. We are missing our hopeful hearty Caroline tonight. She's not feeling well. So our thoughts go out to her. We love you, Caroline. Mwah. Big hearts. Big hearts. Big hearts. Love for you, darling. All right, Casey. <laughs> this uh, this one had a lot of emotions in it. <laughs> this one yeah. had a lot of entailed. Uh, would you would you care to share your thoughts on the overall episode? Oh man. Okay, so last time we spoke, I said roller coaster of emotions, and. <laughs> We just I think you were a bit of a prophetess. (laughs) Y'all, we just went from like, I don't know, the little baby um roller coasters. So we went from like if y'all have been to Disney World, we've been to like the um what's it called? The dwarf train ride where it's just, you know, or slinky. Oh yeah, just a little bit of hills. Up and down, up and down. Okay. We just encountered, I don't know, Space Mountain. I mean, heart plummeting, plummeting. And I, I will say, I don't speak of this character enough, but Lee Coulter has been a fan favorite since like day one, since he's stepped into Hope since Valley. Since he rode in on the motorcycle. That motorcycle. I mean, everybody he, loves uh, him. Everybody loves him. I don't think, I think he's such an underrated character. And I know we all love him, but I mean, man. This episode made me go, oh, not Lee. <laughs> I mean, my husband, my husband, he does not watch the show. He does not like it. But whenever Lee is on the screen, he'll watch because he loves Lee. Now, Rosemary, he calls the devil. But <laughs> he does not like Rosemary, but he loves Lee. And he just thinks that Kevin is such a talented actor. And so he said, you know, if Lee was the main character, I would watch. Dang it. You know? (laughs) So I said to him, sweetheart, I hate to tell you this, but Lee is unconscious. He said, he said, oh, he was totally patronizing me, but I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. My husband was like, I was just going on just to be dramatic because it's fun and I was like yeah what if they kill off Lee and it's gonna be like Mountie Jack which they're not it's Hallmark it's fine and my husband was like you know I was being dramatic and he was like like the actor wants to be back trust me he ain't (laughs) he'll be fine he's not gonna pull a Mountie Jack you'll be fine I'm aware darling thank you But we just like I the theatrics around here. I didn't Lincoln need Park. you to tell me that. I just <laughs> wanted to be dramatic for a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's plunge right in with Lee and Rosemary. Oh, so literally. first of all, we got Mr. Perfect Husband of Hope Valley. You know, Jack died. And so Lee took his place as the perfect husband of Hope Valley because... Not only did he replace the tickets to Los Angeles, but he also bought tickets for a cruise to Santiago, Chile. 
and then going to Rio, and then going to New York City. So we got a four destination trip here, people. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking in that time, like that era. Yes, that time of period. All, it's going to take you like a week to get from Hope Valley to Los Angeles. And then it's going to take you like forever to go to Chile and then around the horn and then to Rio and then to the, like, what is happening here? You're taking like, I was like, are you taking like three months off? That is. And then not only that, but you have to get home somehow. So I mean, unless Mar Rosemary decides to friend the Wright brothers or whatever, who are probably old by now because it's now 1917, 1918. I mean. I think we're still in 16. 1916? 16, 16 or 17. Okay. Yeah. During the World War I didn't happen years. <laughs> um, they're going to be gone for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are. Okay, so I found this after watching the entire episode and then going back and watching it again. Mm -hmm. I found this very foreshadowing of them. Mm -hmm. When Rosemary says, Lee Coulter, don't you dare play with my emotions. And the, oh. second, time, the second time I watched through, I went, oh, holy foreshadowing, Batman. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't do it intentionally, but her emotions are completely played with as mm -hmm. well as all of ours. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say, we all know Lee is the perfect Hope Valley husband here. However, yes, he has several promises that he has now broken to Rosemary, <laughs> except for the his vows. So, um, well, hasn't no built the theater yet. Perfect. No husband's perfect, is, but it's just funny. He, he, he doesn't have a Hope Valley husband. Yeah, <laughs> he I doesn't mean. have the greatest track record because we don't have a theater yet. Although Rosemary did, she released kind of like, him. She released him, but he did still say afterwards, "I will build you the best and biggest theater this side of the Rock Mountains." After she folded it up, like eventually down the road. So that was one, and then there's all the trips. And then when Lee got hurt the first time in season three, three. with this foot and Rosemary's pouring her heart and she's basically like, don't you dare like scare me like that. Basically same thing. And he's kind of like asleep, but fake sleep. And smiling. Like, <laughs> smiling at her. She's pouring her heart, basically telling her that he can never leave her and can never get hurt and don't like play with her emotions. <laughs> all right lee coulter oh and don't forget that he uh hasn't built her the biggest house in hope valley yet oh that's true too <laughs> i think they like i think they like living next door to elizabeth now and they just decided yeah who needs a house when it's just the two of us and yeah we like living here i don't blame so, them Let's yeah i don't either and you know what I found really interesting about this storyline is mm -hmm. Rosemary's reaction to Lee. That's how I pictured Lee reacting to Rosemary with the chicken pox. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I didn't expect it to necessarily go on for more than one episode, mm -hmm. but remember how we were talking about that. We wanted to see one more scene mm -hmm. with Lee being with Lee being a lot more vulnerable and him mm -hmm. being scared that he might actually lose her mm -hmm. and because yeah and yeah it, it, it seems like it it seems like it's the women who are getting all of the dramatic bedside scenes mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah this is this is what I thought Rosemary's sickness was going to be like I mm -hmm. thought that Lee was going to get more scared, more vulnerable, and have a lot more emotion and mm -hmm. have a lot more fear of losing her. Yeah. And so we're, I, I don't know why they chose not to do it. Maybe it was because they were going to have this episode and so they mm -hmm. didn't want it to be too much. But I don't know. 
I kind of like the idea of seeing a man worry about his wife. Um, but yeah, that that's just what I really would have loved to see Lee more mm-hmm. worried. But did I don't know how you felt about this, but I thought that it was an amazing juxtaposition of emotions and of character personalities with the fact that Rosemary was the calm one. Mm-hmm. Rosemary was the one who wasn't worried. Rosemary mm-hmm. was the one who said, stay positive. And then to Clara, yeah. To Clara, yes. Then Jesse's okay. Where's Lee? And yeah. I, I, I have to tell you, I don't know about you, but I called it. I called it. Clara said, Jesse, and he turned around, but mm-hmm. Carson was kneeling on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something's wrong with Lee. I I just immediately, I called it and there's something, something's wrong with Lee. And then for, so for Rosemary to go, where's Lee? You know, see, I told you everything's fine. So where's Lee? Mm -hmm. Where's Lee? And then he's down on the ground in a blanket bruised, just like, whoa, you know, (laughs) I thought maybe it was a sprained ankle or a broken leg or something like that, but no, he's unconscious. Yeah. You know, he's out. So... Yeah. I mean, with that scene, I was, I was more focused on Clara at first, you know, because yeah. we had just so seen Lee talking yeah. to Nathan and, you know, Lee's always happy-go-lucky and honky-dory, just helping out where he can and whatever. And I, my heart just went out to Clara the entire time as they're going through the woods because she just got married. I mean, this is basically and she's having for flat- her again. Flat- yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've been married for what, just a month or so? If that, maybe. maybe, maybe, yeah. And so you know, a marriage three days, and then a marriage a month. Like, what if it were Jesse? He did die. You know, like that's a month yeah. of marriage. I mean, I wouldn't. If I were Clara, I wouldn't want to be married again after that. You know, well, and Elizabeth. Elizabeth was married for about a month before yeah. she lost her husband. So I mean, so, Clara's got to see a track record going yeah. here. And Clara's gonna be like, I'm out of here. going to Union City to find me a man but uh, yeah so I I just loved how Rosemary was so encouraging to her and I mean I had a feeling that someone was gonna be hurt but not to that extent and so I um I remember seeing Jesse first like when they pull up you see Jesse in the background I'm like okay Lee's the one that's hurt right um but then when Rosemary sees Lee like oh your your heart breaks like shattering in millions of pieces because we haven't seen we haven't seen rosemary this emotionally intense since the talk that she and lee had about her incapability to have children yeah and this was like a whole new level of emotion too because not being able to have kids different one yeah and then seeing your one and only on the ground who is your life and who is your rock and who is everything to you and he is like the only one who knows how to handle you (laughs) yeah and he's he's always been there for her since day one and he's never Uh faltered and he's never been a weak in any capacity and all of a sudden he's like unconscious on the ground ashen yeah, like that makeup team, man. Oh, the make. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Bravo, bravo, bravo. bravo. <laughs> and I was just like, "How can you do this to us?" <laughs> Not Team Coulter. Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk about let's talk about those final scenes. Um. So. No, this. Okay, I'm going to talk about Lucas here for a second, but it's in a different, it's mm-hmm, in a different element. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in a different element. I thought it was an interesting choice having mm-hmm. Lucas be the one to show up to Elizabeth's house to get her. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think it was wrong. I just mm-hmm. think it was interesting. Yeah, it, it was just an interesting choice. Yeah. But at the same time as it being an interesting choice, I've never seen Lucas that unglued. Yeah. Oh man, he was like even, about to fall apart. Even when his even when his uh good friend was in danger, he mm-hmm. still was very stone-faced. Mm-hmm. Even when Elizabeth was being 
held at gunpoint by mm -hmm. Amos Dixon. You know, I I remember us talking about that how when he how when he twinged her he when he twinged her arm, uh, Lucas got that tiger pouncing mm -hmm. look in his eye, but he still stayed very cool looking. Yeah, he had yes. a very cool facade, even though you could tell. Yes. Because if you're looking for it, you can tell that he mm -hmm. is getting very emotional. Mm -hmm. But I have never seen him so unglued. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and you yeah. hear him shouting Jesse's name. Never heard him shout before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that yeah, I've even so heard Chris. I've, I don't know that I've ever heard Chris McNally shout. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I don't know that I've heard him shout either. Yeah. But so. Oh. We hear Lucas shouting out, calling for Jesse, and then we see him completely unglued, trying to figure out how to mm -hmm. tell Elizabeth that one of her best friends, mm -hmm. her son's guardian, mm -hmm. is lying unconscious in the infirmary. Just, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love how they didn't really have to say anything. Everything was played off of their faces, you know? Like... Oh, it's the that best was another way to do a scene. It's the yeah. best way to do a scene. Yeah, oh really gosh. tugs on the heart. And really again, does. kudos to Chris McNally on that scene because pulling out that kind of emotion, I'm sure, is very difficult to do very well. And it was bravo. bravo. And in ten seconds. Yeah, it, it's a it's a ten second shot. You know, yeah. and he has to convey a lot of emotions in mm -hmm. ten seconds. So yeah. Good job, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, so let's let's put a little bit of comic relief in here. Let's put a little levity in here. I love that Henry called Lee a fella. He didn't call him a guy. Oh. You know, <laughs> there's my vocabulary pinpricking again. I just, you know, Lee's Lee's a strong fella. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, because Henry's a very formal character. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see him calling men guys. I don't. Yeah. See, I don't see any of them calling men guys. But yeah, the that's, is, that's that's but, yeah. yeah that's that's totally another alley to drive up. Anyway, <laughs> I just loved the fact that Henry called Lee a strong fella. I'm like, mm -hmm. ah, yes, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So. Comic relief done. What's what's what about the what about the infirmary? Do you want to mention? So first, I just want to say kudos to Aaron Buckles for his like emotion and his character growth with Jesse, because I have never ever seen Jesse become just so emotional and just so like. I don't know. He was just falling apart and he was holding in the emotion and holding in the tears because he felt so angry at himself. But then when he heard from Elizabeth that Rosemary's worried about you, man, like, you know, it's not your fault. And then even Bill was saying, you can't, you can't predict the weather. And then him hearing that Rosemary was worried about, you know, how he was, how he was doing. And he just like started just bawling. And I was like, oh, Jesse. Yeah. Like oh. we haven't we haven't seen Jesse emotional oh, like no. that. You yeah. know, I mean, we, we've seen him worried about Clara, we've mm -hmm. seen him excited to marry her, mm -hmm. we've seen him thoughtful, especially We've seen him yeah regretful and cocky co oh, immature <laughs> you know we like saw so much cockiness <laughs> yeah it's true but we've never seen him that emotional mm -hmm. and just how he was blaming himself and it should be and isn't it interesting with how fearful clara was that it mm -hmm. was him that mm -hmm. was hurt to hear him say it should be me lying in that mm -hmm. bed. You know, oh. And, you know, of course, Claire is going to say, don't say that because she suffered enough, poor girl. You I know, know poor <laughs> so, thing. You know, I, that just occurred to me. Wow, it's, it's amazing how these conversations spark things. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Rosemary's the only one 
who hasn't really lost anybody mm-hmm. because in yep. season in season three when he hurt his leg they were courting they were flirting yeah. but they weren't married they weren't no. engaged and it was his foot you know it and was he was foot. fine he was just like he was just sleeping because he was like hurt and he was on pain meds, you know? Like Yeah, yeah. He just needed he just needed rest to let his body recuperate. So right. it was his foot. He was fine. He was not going to die. But what but that's the interesting thing is it mm-hmm. was just his foot and they were not married, they were not engaged, but it scared Rosemary to death. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um so it was uh so it was really interesting that it that it was just the foot and it scared mm-hmm. her that much and now they're married they've mm-hmm. been married a while and yeah. his life is truly in danger and it can and it could end it could end and she hasn't lost anybody she i, mm-hmm. I mean she tossed jack away and mm-hmm. that's why they broke up. We don't she know much about him. her parents either. We don't know much about her parents, but she's never been put in a position where she could lose her husband. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I just she, thought of that. Isn't yeah. It? She's the only one. Yeah, you're right. Because Faith lost, Faith broke up with her fiance, different right. situation. Carson's lost his wife. She died. Elizabeth obviously lost Jack. Um, all the widows in Hull Valley, Clara, Clara. Her first husband. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's literally the only one who has never experienced that yeah. kind of loss that we a loss know for a, a, Yeah. A loss of a love. And I mean, I don't even know that I would count Jack in Lee, there too, because like that Lee was- Lee lost his brother. Lee yeah, and, Lee lost his brother. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean- Jack Jack's not there anymore, so we can't really compare compare him and to that group. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's the one. She's quote unquote one of the lucky ones mm-hmm. who never has had to experience that kind of fear. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to admit, the end really snuck up on me. I was I I thought that it was gonna go on, and then I went, oh my gosh, wait, what? No, it's over. Oh yeah, gosh, you know. <laughs> but I mean with her so grave and i i wrote it down word for word because it just it pierced me carson you are going to use all your medical know-how everything you have ever learned to heal my husband do you hear me he is my life oh gosh i'm gonna cry (laughs) it was it was it was so amazing to see this couple who has mm-hmm. been the comic relief, who has been the rock for other people mm-hmm. to see them shaken up in a oh, different yeah. kind of way, you know, and to see that they need support too. But what does she do when Elizabeth says, Rosemary, what can I do? Go comfort Jesse. He's got Clara with him, please, for me. You know, I mean, she was being stoic, she was being brave, and it's, mm-hmm. and she was holding it together as best she could. Yeah. And you know, that part was interesting to me too, when she sent Elizabeth away, because, I mean, I, I do feel like she really wanted her to comfort Jesse, because I think it, Rosemary really did feel bad that Jesse was blaming himself or whatever. Um. But I also kind of wonder if Rosemary's character didn't know how to handle it being around people because she's never experienced that kind of grief and she has right. to be the strong one now. And so I feel like maybe it was a way for her not to fall apart in front of Elizabeth because in doing that, she couldn't be strong for Lee, if that makes sense. Like, she was just a very strong, she was just very strong in that moment. And I know I've seen several different, you know, I think Science Still Delivered is a good example of when um, Shane is very strong up until a certain point where, you know, she's talking to Dale and then she, then she falls apart. Like we never had that happen with Rosemary because I feel like, 
you know, maybe she just didn't know how to play with like that emotion of having another person there with her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That, oh, so I, I'm very glad that they did not wrap this all up in one episode it's oh, it's the too. kind yeah it's <laughs> the kind of even though we are all in horrible angst and anxiety over lee possibly dying Please. we all know he's not going to but he'll be fine it's not the it's not the end it's the journey right yes. You know, yes i mean every time you turn on a hallmark movie of course they're gonna get together but how mm-hmm. you know that that's the whole point is the journey yes. So yeah, yeah and they're going to experience character growth. And again, it's the how, how do they experience the character? Right. And, and so everything. we know, we know he's going to be okay, but still this journey that we're going mm-hmm. on to see this journey that we're going on to see how is everything going to work out? How are they going to, how are the characters going to handle everything? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, yeah. she's, she's gotta be the strong one now mm-hmm. and she doesn't quite know how to do that yeah. so yeah and it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens next episode mm-hmm. with lee and rosemary yes and bravo again to pascal hutton for her fantastic performance that was amen. amazing just amen. amazing i just i personally love seeing when characters and when actors are taking their character to a whole new level that we haven't seen or experienced before Like it just brings something fresh and something new. And even if our hearts are breaking, I'm still like, yes, you go girl. We want, we want to experience those feelings. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those, those kinds of, those kinds of feelings are the reason why we watch the show Mm -hmm. because it makes us feel. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And right now, everyone's looking for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And it can be really hard to find the perfect gift for our moms, something that will be meaningful, but, uh, but they, something they don't already have. It can be very difficult. Uh, and I recently was able to get my my parents a skylight frame, and it, it was such a fun gift for them because it not only looks nice and is you know a thoughtful gift but it also helps them to connect with their family members and gets to see the photos uh, of their family uh, with greater ease and so it's a really nice product it's a digital frame where people can email you their photos so they don't even have to download them or upload them onto the frame like a traditional digital frame they can send the photos directly to your frame so they could be out uh hiking or doing some activity and uh and just with their phones upload it right to the frame and you could see it which is really cool the the frame sets up in under 60 seconds it has a very easy to use touch screen that allows you to connect with your wireless network and uh, it's an effortless system to send the the photos uh to from your family and and it just makes things very very easy to stay in touch it's a black frame that looks looks like a real photo you can't even tell the difference between your other photos uh, your framed artwork and uh and it has a 10 inch screen you can swipe through photos with your finger and it has 100 satisfaction guarantee if you don't love skylight they will offer you a full refund so now as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. So this is a great thing that you can get for Mother's Day for your mom. And that's $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark that's skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e.com slash hallmark uh i remember i remember after after jack died i had just given birth and so i (sighs) i I blame the hormones (laughs) but i would i seriously felt like i had lost a family member and that sounds silly because he's a fictional television character, mm-hmm. but we were so invested yeah. in the in the two of them, and we felt everything right along with them. And I would just, 
I would just start crying. I would just burst out in tears randomly and start crying. And I would say to my husband, I'm so sorry. I know it's just a TV show. I know he's just a character. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And my, and my husband, bless his heart because he doesn't like the show, but he mm-hmm. said, sweetie, the whole point of this show is to get you to feel deeply. That's yeah. what the writers want. And obviously they have. So it's okay. The show has done its job. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so oh, yeah, we are, that's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole point is for us to feel deeply, whether mm-hmm. it's deep happiness and we leave and we leave the episode going, <sighs> or if we feel the mystery very deeply, like we did when Lucas first showed up and mm-hmm. what's going on here. Or if we are horribly worried, like we are for Lee. Yeah. So yeah, we, we feel deeply. We feel we deeply with this show. And can I just say, too, if you're feeling really sad, like I felt really sad last night, I just went through on Netflix and watched all the Rosemary and Leah um, clips. So I had my phone. Great and idea. Like, okay, go season two. Here we go. Rosemary and Lee. Watch a scene. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, fast forward. Okay, Rosemary and Lee again. So, and honestly, it was kind of fun to do that because it's been a while since I've seen the first couple seasons the beginnings the beginnings you know they're they're, they were still like the side characters and the comic relief so it was fun to see it in a new light and seeing where Mm -hmm. the relationship started and where it is now so just a little thought out there that's a that's a fabulous idea that's a fabulous idea all right let's quickly talk about henry and lucas this is this is getting serious. This is getting serious. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel I feel like those creatures in in uh in the dark crystal. Hmm. It's an old yeah. Jim Henson one. I don't know if you know it. I don't know if I've seen it, but yeah, yeah. these two characters. Now I remember when they got it when they started business going into business together i remember thinking lucas i really want to like you and this is not a good idea <laughs> and now i just apparently he agrees with you <laughs> you should listen to me <laughs> i mean lucas is getting down to business and oh, no yeah. more suave no more trying to get along with everybody no more charms and smiles he's getting upset mm-hmm. and he wants to know what is going on with his business and i mean he's still keeping his cool he's still yeah. keeping his cool he's going through it all through all the proper channels and everything but you can tell he's getting heated mm-hmm. and and i love what he said without my money none of this would exist and it just mm-hmm. You know, when he said that, I said, you go, dude, because he's exactly right. Henry never would have gotten anything off the ground if it Mm -hmm. hadn't been for Lucas. Because like he said, no bank would touch you with a Mm -hmm. 10-foot pole. I have a right to know what is going on with my money. And he does. He completely has the right. Yeah. And I just want to know, what is he hiding? I don't know. What is Gowan hiding? Like, the only thing yeah. I could think of is that either he is going under and is really ashamed to say so because he's been trying to do the books and he stinks at it, or he's been skimming money off the top. So, I don't know. I, we want to like you, Henry. We really do, but... You're getting shady again, mister. I know. I just, <laughs> can we have you be shady, but not in just like this kind of way? I feel like we need a new bad guy in that, Like a true bad guy. We need you a know? gang. I told you gang. last time. We yeah. need another gang. We do. We need, <laughs> we need a shootout. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you know, I thought it really interesting that even though Lucas is getting heated and he's getting mad, he still doesn't want to get Henry arrested. Mm-hmm. He goes and he talks to Bill. Is Does it really have to go to that? Does it have to include jail time? And, you know, of course, yeah. Bill's being his Mr. Gruff man. You know, the law's in my hands once you <laughs> hand it over to me. It's just, 
but I mean, do you blame Bill though? Because it's been like seven years of Gowan shenanigans. Oh, completely. (laughs) And Bill and Gowan like. Oh yeah. And and Bill is always like I don't know helping Henry out of a pickle, in so many words. (laughs) I mean, he could have you know thrown him in jail for like a hundred years but no oh, yeah. you let him come back under house arrest and right all that jazz but yeah so it's it's interesting seeing where this is going it's mm-hmm. it's very i mean yeah. and we know that henry's got his high blood pressure is that stress because of what's going on with the business mm-hmm. or is he ill you know mm-hmm. i mean Oh yeah. What's what's going on here, Henry? Yes. <laughs> All right. Carson, substitute teacher, Mr. Teacher Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Carson. Although I would love to be in Dr. Shepard's class. Can I be honest? It was with a you? good lesson. It I was a good fun. lesson. Yeah. I, I was getting so upset at Timmy. Like, Timmy, shut your mouth and quit whining. You're in school. Yeah. He is such a boy. I could see my nephews who are probably about the same age yeah. be that way. Like, yeah, thanks, Dr. Shepard. It was fun, but not as fun as baseball. You know, I mean, but that, by the time he said that, he had accepted the fact that yeah. no, Carson's not Elizabeth. But you know, it was so funny that he's like, wait we're we have to go to school on the <laughs> on the day that the other half of the class is on the field trip I'm like yes such a boy you know? <laughs> and then and then just first science now math I'm like dude oh, that was you're funny at too. school you're at school yes and it's not even hard math it's just counting no it's counting and this is Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet Timmy. Get a grip on yourself, Timmy. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Before we talk about the book, can we talk about Lucas getting kissed by a dog? Okay. (laughs) That that is the most un-Lucas thing I have ever seen. (laughs) Okay. 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 So, I was watching it. On the I, so, I was watching it on my phone really fast. Okay. You know, as it was playing, and my husband's sitting next to me, and he is, you know, I think I don't remember what he was doing. I think he was listening to something. He looks over and he goes, "Why is that dude making out with the dog?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he was like, "Yeah." Elizabeth is not going to want to kiss that man after that scene. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that has got to be the most un-Lucas thing I've ever seen. You know, he's never... He, I mean, yeah. he won't even get down on the ground with little Jack. He'll bend over, but he's mm-hmm. never down on the ground with him. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's getting licked in the face by a dog. <laughs> Where did this dog come from? I mean, the man's, I just... the man's never even held the, the, the baby of the woman that he really wants to marry. We all know it, you know? Yeah. So. And he hasn't even held her son. So, but now we're letting dogs kiss their faces. Yay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's their way of showing Lucas is the his fun side. He's warming up. He's, he's, he's becoming a Hope Valley man. I guess so. Now we just need to get him out of his suit and then it's just some, like, you know, plaid and suspenders or something and see him chop wood and what? then... Well, we, we did, we, we got him in the work clothes when he was building the library. They were very pretty work clothes, but they were work clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we have yet to see him chop wood and hold little Jack. I mean, come on, Lucas. (laughs) Yeah. And, oh, Tim Nathan's going to hate me, but I'm not going to lie. When he gave, when Lucas gave Elizabeth the book, with the signature from Virginia Woolf, I was like, oh my goodness, he just won like 100 brownie points from me. 
I will oh. not call you a traitor. <laughs> it's okay. I felt like a traitor in that moment. <laughs> I felt like a Benedict Arnold right there. Oh my God. For a moment. I don't know, but you know what, Team Lucas? I mean, now, now, if you're just joining us for the first time, I have said that previous to this, between season five and six, I really wanted Elizabeth to be with Lucas because saloon owner, we didn't know anything about them. We didn't see anything. Two shades. Six, I was still like, ah, I don't know. And then, I don't know. I really like Nathan more. But now I'm like, oh, now it's like they're starting to, oh. The writers are working their magic on you, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About that. But uh, these are the gestures. See, that's the gesture that I like seeing. You know, it wasn't a grander thing. It was definitely some, and maybe that's because I'm a book nerd. And maybe that's because if somebody went out of their way to get a signature of an author that I adored, I would be like, falling over myself and my my for my high school graduation my best friend's mom met karen kingsbury who is a fiction writer yes and we my best friend and i we were not in town the weekend that she was there and so her mom bought me a book and had her sign it for me and everything and when she gave it to me like i about cried (laughs) because i was so excited but like so if i were elizabeth i would have like i don't know passed out and probably would have cried. <laughs> and maybe would have kissed him. I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa, baby! That's why I was like, Ooh. So, wait a minute. So, point, the point, autographed point. book, the autographed book versus taking her to meet her, you wouldn't have kissed him then? Yeah, I... I, I don't know. I'm a conflicted <laughs> person, okay? <laughs> As Rosemary, listen, if... If I were a character in Hope Valley, I would write to Mary Rose and say, I am hurt and I am confused. Not necessarily hurt. Dear confused. That's me. You're conflicted. Conflicted <laughs> and confused. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. No, I will no, I will say the book was the book was a huge thing because it wasn't grand. Yes. It, it was something he went through a lot of trouble. But see, it's funny because the date to Union City, that was the first thing that he's done that has been just for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been big, huge, grand gestures that benefited the entire town. Yes. But the date was just for her, but it was still very grand. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty yes. Union it was at this very fancy hotel he took her to dinner he bought her a suite for well he mm-hmm. rented her suite he right booked her. I, he booked her a suite you know i mean very grand right mm-hmm. here is the first simple gesture mm-hmm. from lucas to elizabeth just for her and you know what this is the first thing that didn't benefit him Yes, because he t- went and I, into a lot of trouble yes. to get it, and it does not. That's a very good point, and I think that's why. I think that's why this, as simple as it is, I think this is what really just stood out to me. Because like taking her on a date, of course he wants to take her out on a date. Of course he's going to go through the trouble because it benefits him. He's going to build yeah. a library. Why? Because it benefits him. He's going to mm-hmm. do all these nice things because it's also going to benefit him, make him look like a good guy. But this is literally the first time that we've seen him do something that does not benefit him. And on that note, too, I will say there was another Hardy out there on Twitter who also had the same concerns I had last week about it being kind of manipulative in a way. Like the date, the date, you know, how I said that it was like, why would he made it seem like he was um, a fan of Virginia Woolf when in fact he wasn't. And it was kind of like, "Mm, I don't know how you feel about that. But one of the writers, um, Derek Thompson, he replied on Twitter and he said, I'm really sorry if it came across that way. Certainly not our intention. To me, he was genuinely, he genuinely, genuinely thought she'd enjoy it. So he offered to escort her. No tricks up his sleeves. Who can blame a guy for wanting to impress someone he likes while getting to spend more time with her? So that's a very decent thing to say. Very reasonable. From our, (laughs) from the right, like, thank you to the writers and 
you know, for clearing that up because that made me feel a little better because I was like, maybe I just need to tone down my suspicion. I think you do. You're too much of a sleuther, Casey. You know? I do love my mysteries. I do. Love so do mysteries. I, but this is not, this is, this is, this is Hope, Hope Valley. This is it's not true. Mystery 101. You know? It's true. Okay, so let's go into that windstorm <laughs> oh boy because it was very stormy <laughs> yeah all right about that? so here's here is my first thought okay this is my first thought off the top of my head who knows if it's actually true what happens with couples that are meant to be together in Hallmark movies and TV shows. They, they argue. Argue? They argue. They are conflicted. They mm -hmm. have they have friction. Have we seen any friction with Lucas? No. no except there for the time been that there hasn't been a single fight. There hasn't been an argument. There's been awkwardness, mm -hmm. but there has been no fight. Yep. And then, and even Caroline, Caroline tweeted this to me. And Caroline, as many know, is a huge Team Lucas fan. And even Caroline said that Nathan had every right to be upset with Elizabeth mm -hmm. for not staying put and for endangering herself because mm -hmm. he was already worried about Emily and he was going out to find her and then he had to worry about Elizabeth too. And, you know, it happened after the fact, mm -hmm. but, cause, but he didn't know. And so mm -hmm. he's searching, he's searching through the forest, trying to find Emily. And then all of a sudden he sees this woman that he is falling in love with out there in the elements and she mm -hmm. could have been hurt. And so all of a sudden he gets even more stressed out. So it's, uh, it, it's not something that uh, a look through Lucas's binoculars could save. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't a situation with, with Robert. Okay, so her looking through the binoculars when Lucas loans her <laughs> and seeing Nathan, hysterical. And just him kind of, I, you know, yeah, he, he kind of moves his head forward. Like, what are those? Is she looking? Yeah, hi. You know? <laughs> And, and so, okay, this windstorm was not nearly as dramatic as I thought it was going to be. No. If you, rem if you remember last week, I really thought that Elizabeth was going to get stranded and mm -hmm. Nathan was going to swoop in and be her hero. He mm -hmm. was going to save her or he was going to have to hunker down with her for a little bit give them a chance to talk and they did talk a little bit but not nearly as much and because he's not the choice and yet anyway i mean we mm -hmm. don't know who the choice is going to be but because he's not the choice i was not expecting another mind scene i mm -hmm. wasn't but i was expecting something more mm -hmm. The, yeah, I don't know. Just the wind, the windstorm didn't seem to be as pumped up and dramatic as I thought it was going to be. So yeah, you know, I really thought she was expectation, but still, I, I, I thought she was going to get hurt and Nathan was going to rescue her. Yes, it, it just yeah. yeah, it was it was an interesting choice. Yeah, it it just it seemed like right when they were about to get somewhere, they pulled back, mm -hmm. and it it didn't it didn't feel it didn't feel like there was any danger mm -hmm. yeah there was a lot of wind but even with the even with the the tree falling next to emily and elizabeth it just didn't feel like there was that dangerous energy yeah where they could be lost mm -hmm. you know yeah. that i i don't know it just and 
so I don't blame Nathan for being upset and it shows how much he truly cares about her mm-hmm. that her being in danger upset him so much. Yeah. He did not need to lash out with, I have two focuses, raising Allie and keeping this town safe. I was like, oh, ouch, man. Ouch. This town or the town? This town. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. The town. That's a good one. That's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, to her, but saying that to her, that was a big ouch. You know, I mean, I mean she did ask. She did. She and did ask. So, it was and she so was funny very. Yeah, it was so about funny it. that she, yeah, yeah, she's being all pushy and then I take it back, le- keep it to yourself. And then he says, no, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was very um, forceful. Even I was a little like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Yeah, we are, um, we're about to cross the line over here because I mean, I know we can't compare Jack and Nathan, but no. I don't know that Jack has ever lashed out like that. But they have had their teeth. No, very, no, he very has. He did. He, he's lashed out when she was in. When she has purposefully put herself in danger, and 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 he and he would get upset by that, but not. He, Jack was more snarky. I think he was snarky. He was definitely, yeah. and I feel like that's almost worse because it's like you're getting made fun of. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember yeah. when he was, like, she was trying to go into the mine and he was like, okay, Miss Percy, like, Miss <laughs> Hamilton over here thinks she can go mine, like, the men. <laughs> okay. And, like, you know, he was just very snarky towards her the very first season and just very, like, have the glare and, like, the intense stares and just, like, very yeah. intense things. But I think with Nathan, him being, I I think this also too, he is a different character. So Kevin McGarry has to play him differently than Jack and how he, how Nathan would react as opposed to Jack reacting or Lucas reacting. Right. Yeah. Cause we can't have a repeat storyline. No. So, um, yeah, that was, and I don't blame him for getting angry too, just because if Emily were hurt and then he got her to safety and then he have to go back out and find Elizabeth and Mm -hmm. if she were hurt, like, and that's see also now that could have been that could have been a way that they could have done it. Yeah, is true. is he finds Emily, and then he has to go back out again and look for Elizabeth because she went out looking for Emily. Mm-hmm. See, I just I really really thought I really thought that we were gonna have because we had a huge bonding experience with Lucas and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were gonna have some kind of big experience between Nathan and Elizabeth but it looks like next week there might be one but we'll get into Mm -hmm. that later yeah (laughs) and I am glad I I know a lot of people were just like oh so rude but I'm glad he was rude to her and not because to be mean but because we need that tension we need tension between characters yeah that goes back to my original thought that there hasn't been a mm-hmm. fight that that was when I first thought, oh my gosh, is Nathan the one and Lucas is the side guy? Yeah, you know that that-, that was the first time that I actually thought that Nathan might be the choice of the writers because mm-hmm. they're having the fights, they're having the tension that are causing them to have history let me put it that way Mm -hmm. it's causing them to have history and there's no such history with lucas i still like lucas all you team lucas fans out there i still think he's an awesome character but it occurred that thought occurred to me Mm -hmm. and it made me question it yes and that was my is that what's going on yeah and that was my thought too because i was like why can't i get on board lucas and elizabeth and i was thinking about it all the mm-hmm. movies I like, all my top favorite movies, it's always because the lead lady and the lean man, they always have tension. Anne Gilbert, tension for like 
Oh, God. seven Gosh. years. You know what I'm Anne saying? Anne and Gilbert. I love them, but oh, so much. Fel- Felicity so and much Gus. From- dramatic behavior, and so Shirley. Much. I know. And Felicity <laughs> and Gus from Road to Avonlea, they also had a lot of tension. Shane and Oliver from Steinfield delivered a lot of okay, tension. Okay, no, that was way too long. You okay, know? but still, there's still. Well, anybody still who goes at a Shane and Oliver pace needs to speed it up. <laughs> Even Jack and Elizabeth, they had the romantic tension. And even they did, and they with, went through the arguments. And with um, Rosemary and Lee, they didn't have that tension necessarily, but they are more yin and yang. They're very opposite of each other. They play well, and opposite. they've had it after their marriage. Yes. It, it still shows them at odds and against each other and being at right. odds. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I'm always drawn to, and I feel like that's where. That's why I have a really hard time getting on the Lucas train. Now, I will say, if we get tension and it's like good romantic tension next week, I might switch sides, but we'll see. We'll see. But I, I need that to happen. <laughs> we need three things to happen now, Hallmark and Team Lucas. We need Lucas to hold baby Jack. We need okay. there to be romantic tension. <laughs> we also need, um, there's a third thing, but I cannot remember what it was. You mentioned we need it earlier. Faces. We faces. need faces to baby Jack from Lucas. Oh, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Because he has not done the faces that oh, they wood chopping. Oh. oh, the wood chopping. Wood chop. We need the wood chopping. The wood chop, yeah. baby jack interaction on a very, very personal and cute level. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. All the three things. <laughs> <laughs> and tension. Tension, tension. Yeah, it just it's really but you can see his worry and his true feelings coming mm-hmm. through. Even though I didn't think Emily could have died. So when Elizabeth said yeah. she could have died, I went, no, she couldn't have. But when Nathan says, you both could have died, I went, I, I literally sat back. I was like, oh gosh, he's mad. And yeah. he's mad because he cares about her and mm-hmm. he was very worried. So I, I, really did, I really did want more. I wanted mm-hmm. more from the windstorm. I was like, okay, okay, now... Okay, now, nah. It, it, so, it, did, it did kind of fall flat for me too, the, that, yeah, that part and, of the story. But. And it's really sad because it had so much potential. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, we'll but, see that. But still good things came from it. Mm-hmm. Let, let's, yeah, good things came from it. We're getting a great Lee storyline, right? Yes. <laughs> we are. Yes, we are. So... <laughs> Did it, did Nathan going after Emily at all remind you of Jack going after Maggie in the end of season three? No, not really. It did. And it did in the slightest bit for me, you know, just, no, I'll go get her. I was like, ah, Jack going after Maggie. But you know, of course, Nathan doesn't get swept away in a flood or swept away in a tornado. (laughs) So, yeah, that yeah. I that just that was a one a split second thing that kind of hit me. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see. Okay, let's let's talk about the preview for next week. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, I forgot to say something last week, and I really wanted to. Okay, Casey, here's a little pop quiz for you. What has Elizabeth been mistaken for with both men? Their wife. Yes! <laughs> Good job! <laughs> he has now been mistaken for their wife. Both of them. That, mm-hmm. That's got to be some. I don't know what to call that, but that's got to be something. That's something. <laughs> something strange. I mean, when you are mistaken for the wife of both men that you are torn between and interested in oh we didn't talk about that let's do that really fast how she is saying at the very very beginning that she is genuinely torn i really really Mm -hmm. appreciated that sentiment because you know there are a lot of naysayers out there saying shameful elizabeth she's being such a loose woman blah 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 and i really really appreciated that elizabeth's feelings are very delicate Mm -hmm. she truly and genuinely is feeling torn and 
by the way, yes, this is television. This is fiction. But we are talking about the character. The mm-hmm. character is genuinely torn. The character genuinely cares for both men and mm-hmm. does feel that any single woman would be lucky to have either one of them, but mm-hmm. she has to decide which one would make the best life for her. I mm-hmm. really appreciated that. And I think, in my opinion, it should silence some of those negative comments because she's not acting like a loose woman. Yeah. It's a little far. Actually, it's a lot far. And a little ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Let's let's be real here. (laughs) Okay, so next week. I think we're going to see that Lucas and Elizabeth fight. You know, (laughs) at least least a teeny tiny taste of it. I don't know how intense it's going to get, but... Oh. What, is, what does Lucas do, Casey? What does he oh, do? He does something that even I'm like, oh, don't do that to somebody, a writer. Oh, <laughs> he sends and he sends her writings to her mother, his mother. Yeah, oh, I can't. Well, I can't. And that's a line. I mean, well, it's one thing to send it to a publisher. No, it's like seriously. Because I, I, I studied English in college. I wrote uh-huh. a lot of different things. I would love to be a writer one day. But if somebody, if I were dating, and I, my husband, or, you know, boyfriend, fiance, friends, mom, interest, whatever, <laughs> mother was a renowned publisher, writer, editor, somebody with years, far more experience than I do. And that person sends it to not just a publisher. That's one thing. Because the publisher, who knows who that is? I'm not, I'm not connected to them in any way. But the mother of the person you're interested, your potential future mother-in-law. That's, oh, I mean, I, I heard that. I was just going to say that. I was, mm, I was just mm, going to say it. It's a mm, double-edged sword. Because mm-hmm. number one, it's putting her work out there. And then number two, it's putting her out there, you know, just, hey, mom, look at this awesome woman that I like, you know? <laughs> And the other thing, too, on that note with mother and publisher and editor thing, okay, we all know that your first draft is always the worst draft, right? Yes. We all know that editors are going to just rip it to shreds, not because they're mean, but because that's their job. That's their job oh. to look for all the 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 missing pieces and what doesn't make sense and what's boring or what you know it's just like oh oh and she's going to edit oh she's reading it with a critical eye because I know that's what I would do well but it sounds like mom likes it it sounds like mom likes it because but still because she she's interested in showing it to a publisher I mean that's good right (laughs) I mean if you're watching this on YouTube I'm about to go down into the Hope Valley Lake (laughs) she's she's sinking oh she's gone i've lost my co-host i'm dead oh great okay well i'll finish this up by myself though oh no she's back (laughs) hello dip in the lake it was a little cold hopefully not as icy as whatever's gonna happen next week (laughs) okay moving on All right, then we have the very, very crucial line spoken between Nathan and Elizabeth. Do you want to know how I ended up in Union City with Lucas? How? And he's he's being kind of sarcastic. You could tell him how. You just kind of giving her a little bit of attitude. And then he asked. And then what do we see? We hear a knock at the door. Elizabeth opens it, and there's Nathan dressed very smartly, very nicely, looking like he's getting ready to take her out somewhere. So is this a date between Nathan and Elizabeth? Is he upping his game, and Lucas and Elizabeth are going to have a fight now? I mean whoa and then meanwhile lee's laying unconscious in the infirmary (laughs) so many things to think about (laughs) yeah again 
just me over <laughs> going into the whole valley lake again because i'm uncomfortable no 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 don't you dare don't you dare disappear on me <laughs> oh boy yeah that was a preview and you know i am forcing myself to not watch any previews because i don't want to know I, I mean, not previews, sneak peeks. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know. I do not want to see anything because I want to watch it all at once and I really want to know what happens. You know? No, I probably should stick to that too. I'm known yeah, to try you my best. Should. <laughs> I need a genuine let, reaction. Let, let's see. Yes, that's the thing. I want to watch all of it with a, with a genuine reaction. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. All right, so... We will see what happens next week, won't we, Hardies? <laughs> oh, we sure will. All right. So, Casey, after this incredibly emotional roller coaster, where can people find you? You can find me at Twitter on on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. There you go. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl. Cami spelled K-A-M-I. Uh, on Facebook, the Hooked Hardy Facebook page, and my blog is hookedhardy.com. And also, you can follow the podcast everywhere on social media, Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. If you are uh, watching on YouTube, which you can see Casey sinking, <laughs> you can uh, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel because that's always very helpful. And please consider becoming a patron for our Patreon group. It's $2 a month. That is the minimum. So less than a cup of hot chocolate. And it got really cold today, which in Texas in April, 45 degrees, unheard of. So I want that hot chocolate right now. So while you're enjoying <laughs> a cup of hot chocolate, just think for less than a cup of hot chocolate, I can join the, Patre the Patreon and I can get all kinds of giveaways and exclusives. Also check out our merch store. We've got tons of postable, hardy, and Hallmarky inspired art. And it's going like hotcakes, frankly. So have fun and try not to stew too much. It's only one week. We can do this. <laughs> Actually, by the time this records, it's only a few days. Uh, by the yeah. time this airs. By, this, by the time this airs, it's only a few days. So you got this. We can do this, Hardies. We <laughs> so, got this. <laughs> so uh, Casey from way down there, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>